Good morning, my people. Welcome to In The Mix. I understand it's completely early in the morning. I know this. I am usually awake around this time. Ah, Dealing with traffic, traffic, traffic. The thing that is the ultimate rage bringer. But I do have a question of the day that was brought to um, me um, via the radio station that I listened to early in the morning. Um, It so happens to be more of a confession on their end, but for me it ended up being a question for all of you. And um, pretty much it goes down like this. This woman was um, on a little bachelorette-like trip with her girls in Italy. Um, She is about a month out from uh, her wedding to her fiancé. And so she's out in Italy with her girlfriends and, um, well, a little too much wine, a little too much pasta, and she ends up sleeping with another man. So here's the kicker. She comes back, finds out she's pregnant, and the timeline just seems to fit to the man in Italy, not her fiancé. So she's trying to figure out what should she do. You know, she already knows that she made a mistake. Yeah, yeah, we can harp on that all we want. Um, I definitely would harp on that. Like, girl, what the hell did you do? But again, if I was one of her bridesmaids, I should have been like, girl, what is you doing? And that probably would have never happened. But let's focus at the problem at hand, which is pretty much, what do you do? You are pregnant by another man, and you're about to get married in a month. How, how? How do you break this down? Do you try to be slick and pass off the new baby? But we all know half the time, babies don't really look like the parents or, you know, sometimes they just look more like one or the other. Or do you actually come up, come up with what happened? Let your significant other, your fiance know what went down. So my question is, what would you do? What's up, everyone? So I was having a discussion with some individuals at work, and it just, it was so random. We were talking about how, you know, grateful it is to wake up every day. And of course, that's how you know you're not dead. So, um... One of our coworkers posed the question, has there ever been a day where no one has died in the world, even in a, just a specific country? Like, has there been a 24-hour period where not one single person has died? So, you know, that got me to start looking, a-googling, doing what I do. I like to, you know, kind of figure out things. So that's what I did. I found, um... You know, because one of my coworkers was like, no, there is no way, you know, someone dies every second of the day. So I was like, you know what, not necessarily to prove her wrong, but just to kind of find out, because that's something I want to find out, the answer. So on the Google spheres and the interwebs, <laughs> all these extra names I have, um, I found a question that was posed, and I'm going to kind of glance over the answer. So pretty much... Being that deaths are pretty much a recorded thing, um, which is true, we sit there and know based on how many people died throughout the day because we have people who record that kind of information. So if you think about it, back in the days, um, 
it pretty matters on what was recorded. So according to this particular answer for this question, it's pretty much like a soft yes. There has been a, a day um, where it was recorded that there was no deaths. But again, this was something uh, back in 1752 where there went a period of a few days that wasn't recorded and this was out in the area of Wales and um, London and such which you know again maybe someone that day had an off day maybe went on on vacation and didn't actually record it but um, so you know that led me to um, look up some more information because my co-worker was like oh come on you know these individuals they didn't live long back then so you know it, it was one of those things where someone obviously died um, so then I just started looking up some information into that particular era which in this case the era was 1750 through 1800s so um, this era was you know the American Re Revolution and uh, life was difficult and death often came early uh, some patriots even welcomed early death if it meant they could help secure freedom for the people of the newly created United States of America. Uh, the life expectancy during this time was 36 years of age, um, and church bells often told for the death so often they were deemed by law to have become a public nuisance. After the Revolutionary War, civic symbols such as urns and willows have begun to appear more often on grave markers, kind of like, you know, to follow with your angels and all that nice little cross and stuff that you put on your headstone. Um, some of the notable deaths in America from this era was Nathan Hale, who said he wished he had more than one life to give for his country, and Patrick Henry, who preferred death to the loss of liberty. Some other news during that time was um, in 1754, French and Indian War begins, which is also known as the Seven Years' War. Um, in 1760, the population of American colonists reaches 1.5 million. Um, in 1775, first casualties in the War of Independence at Concord. In 1789, the French Revolution begins. Wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> 1793, the reign of terror begins in France. Not a good thing. 1796, Napoleon defeats Austria. And in 1800, the native population in present day USA falls to 600,000 due to disease and warfare. And that's definitely a sad thing. But I figured I would share this question and these crazy things that we come up at work. Um, you know, along with some facts for that time. Hopefully you guys enjoyed. So it's that time of the year again. School is in session. K through 12 or college. Shoot. Even if you're going back to school and it's been past your prime, I ain't judging you. The more education you get, the better. Hey, you're learning something every day, no matter what, if you're getting a diploma or not shoot hey I'm down with it so I found this post today it was pretty funny because it's the actual analogies used by high school students in their essays so I'm just gonna read some of them off to you he felt confused as confused as a homeless man on house arrest 
The sun was below the watery horizon, like a diabetic grandma easing into a warm salt bath. She was like a magnet, attractive from the back, repulsive from the front. Her eyes twinkled like the mustache of a man with a cold. When she tried to sing, it sounded like a walrus giving birth to farm equipment. The ballerisa rose gracefully and extended one slender leg behind her like a dog at a fire hydrant. She grew on him like she was a colony of E. coli and he was room temperature Canadian beef. The lamp just sat there like an inanimate object. She had him like a toenail stuck in a shag carpet. Her face was a perfect oval like a circle that had two sides gently compressed by a tight master. His career was blowing up like a man with a broken metal detector walking through an active minefield. Her eyes were like the stars, not because they twinkle, but because they were so far apart. From the attic came an unearthly howl. The whole scene had an eerie, surreal quality, like when you're on vacation in another city and Jeopardy comes at 7 p.m. instead of 7.30. It was as easy as taking candy from a diabetic man who no longer wishes to eat candy. She had a deep, throaty, genuine laugh, like that sound a dog makes before it throws up. Their love burned with the fiery intensity of a urinary tract infection. It's basically an illusion, and no different than if I were to imagine something else, like Batman riding a flying toaster. If it was any colder, it would be like being in a place that's a little colder than it is here. Joy fills her heart like a silent but deadly fart fills a room with no windows. The bird flew gracefully into the air like a man stepping on a landmine in zero gravity. The revelation that his marriage of 30 years had disintegrated because of his wife's infidelity came as a rude shock, like a surcharge at a formerly surcharge free ATM. <laughs> He felt confused, as confused as a homeless man on arrest. <laughs> that one always gets me, so I had to repeat it. But some of these are just very creative. <laughs> I'm going to put that out there. That's pretty much what I think about these. Um, and you got to give it. You got to give it to these students because in order to not write a bunch of crazy repetitive I'm gonna be nice stuff <laughs> you got to come up with something that you know what might actually make your teacher laugh and uh, might get you that good grade <laughs> well everyone thank you so much for tuning in today to the daily mix you were in the mix with me for sure we talked about various things but again if you guys have anything to comment or add or a topic you guys want to cover and discuss please let me know again comment call in 
and we can discuss all that stuff you guys have on your mind as well as I do. So again, thank you guys and see y'all later. Thank you.